1: Welcome to the favorites, the podcast from the Action Network. I am Chad Millman of the Action Network. Later on in the show, professional better Simon Hunter. And Darren Ravel, professional stuntman. If you're following along with our Points Bet promo, Darren Ravel in the past couple of weeks has uh, submerged himself in a nice bath for three minutes to great pain and delight of his followers. He has been pelted by Andy Roddick from close range with tennis balls to the point where he was yelling so much. A neighbor who did not know what was happening um, uh, came out to see if he was okay. And yesterday he uh, had lunch uh, curry, fall curry, I think it's called, at the the hottest dish in all of New York, 2.2 million Scoville units. Uh, brick Lane in New York, he ate it, all because he keeps losing bets. We've got a promotion going on with PointsBet. Every week, if you fade Revel, that's what it's called. He takes one side, bettors take the other side. They get boosted odds, promotional odds. This past week, he was on the uh, Redskins to cover. He was bragging, he was making videos, uh, how glad he was he was going to have to eat this hot dish, and then Dwayne Haskins happened and then a fumble happened and then a recovery happened and then a touchdown happened with no time left and the Eagles backdoored the cover of that game much to the pain of Darren's mouth, stomach, and attendant parts where things end up coming out of. Darren will be on the show in a little bit. We're going to talk about our Westgate Las Vegas Super Contest picks. We're going to figure out what Darren is doing uh, for his points bet promo. I've got a surprise of what the punishment is going to be. Before we get there... I am joined by bookmaker of the world from New Orleans, representing all the Boyd Gaming books in the state of Nevada, Mr. Bob Scucci. My brother. Chad, what's going on? How are you? I'm surviving. I got to say, when you jumped on the phone, sounded like, normally you get on the phone and I feel like no matter what's going on in your life, you're happy to be on this call and it actually just felt like I was annoying you when I said hello. <laughs>
0: no, not at all.
1: Like Never. Like, you can appreciate this. Uh, last week, my 16-year-old son had the flu. He came down with the flu, like, Tuesday afternoon, came home from school, wasn't feeling well, you know, puking and fever. And Thursday night, like, still wasn't getting better. And so we're like, shit, he really does have the flu. Like, those first 48 hours, you're not sure, like, you know, he tends to be a puker when he gets sick, so it could be anything. And then my wife was like, ah, oh, Shoot. She didn't say that. She's like, I didn't get him flu shots. Like there were a couple of events we had going on. She didn't want to get him before because sometimes the kids get sick and all this kind of stuff. And so Friday morning when she's like done being internet doctor for eight hours overnight and freaking out and being sad that the kids didn't get flu shots and she's feeling like she's a bad parent. I slept through all this, by the way, did not feel any guilt about any of this in any way. Um, but, you know, she's reading about how the flu can be fatal and all this kind of stuff. So in the morning, we get the young one off to school. She and I are sitting at the Kinja counter having a cup of tea. And she's like, I cannot believe I didn't get him flu shots and I didn't want to get him before, like, our younger kid got bar mitzvah. And she didn't want to do it before the bar mitzvah. And I said to her innocuously, no judgment. I just said, what was your theory for not getting it before the bar mitzvah? And instead, like, it was a harmless question. Harmless. She said to me, she said to me, you could have gotten them flu shots. Why is their well-being only my responsibility? I looked at her and I go, danger, Will Robinson. Like, (laughs) Like, you're right. Just, you said something about the bar mitzvah and the timing. And I was just curious, like, why does that matter? I wasn't saying you should have done it. I wasn't saying you made a bad decision. I wasn't saying this is your fault. I just was curious. Like in that moment, I had a question. I asked it. I did not speak the rest of the time we were in that kitchen. Sometimes a question is just a question. Scooch, when you said hello to me, I kind of felt like you had the same tone as my wife did when I asked why <laughs> we didn't get the kids flu shots before the bar <laughs>
0: Yeah. Well, sometimes you just pre. Sometimes your just mind is just preoccupied for a second, and then you, you know, so then your response comes out maybe different than what it should.
1: Yeah. Well, it came out different, and now I'm the sensitive one.
0: <laughs> Sorry about that. Try to get into the Christmas spirit. We're coming up on Christmas. Got some games coming up. Some Christmas presents.
1: Got to get some people gifts. I get it. Listen. The
0: Eagles probably. I, 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 I just thought of a. a, a no, it's just a funny thing about Christmas. A, a friend of mine, a legendary bookmaker, Jimmy Vaccaro, he once said, I, I hate when the public wins on the Sunday before Christmas because then they go and they spend money on Christmas presents instead of firing back at the next week's games.
1: Jimmy Vaccaro is a legend. He's always thinking bookmaking, he always yep. thinks bookmaking. <laughs> I love that about him. Speaking of bookmaking, uh, we got three Saturday games. I love the NFL on Saturday. It makes everything better. We got the Los Angeles Rams visiting the San Francisco 49ers. That's the late game, but we're going to go in reverse order here from eight to four to one. What's your number here right now? Hold on. Let me check. Let me check. I'm seeing a little bit of value on the Rams, I think. A little bit of value on the Rams at plus six and a half. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I think there's value on the Rams. I think what everybody is going to look at is last week's Rams Cowboys game and say, "Oh, this is the Rams team that was uh, struggling at the beginning of the year and how they're going to stack up against the best, uh, one of the best teams in the NFC." Uh, But no, these are the kind of spots uh, we deliberately made the 49ers high. Didn't quite give go go the touchdown, uh, but uh, pretty pretty close. Uh, But this is, I, I say it all the time: these are the games we have to win. Um, as, as bookmakers, we're, we're making a line. We know the public is going to be all over the 49ers at minus six and a half. The ticket count is about eight to one, uh, Niners to Rams. Um, but uh, I, I think the Rams were looking ahead at this game. I, I really do. And uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see uh, uh, the, the Rams make a, make a game of
1: this. When do you think you're going to get to seven?
0: Um We'll 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 get there uh, probably probably Friday. I I do think we'll get there, but uh, I want the I see. I don't think the sharp money will get us there. I think the public money will get us there. Yeah, and then I think the sharp guys are just going to take the seven.
1: Well, look right now, seventy three percent of the tickets, ninety one percent of the money, all public at this point. I don't think there's anybody sharp who has bet this game yet it's still too early and the number's kind of not in the optimal place as you point out um so yeah you're definitely going to get there the public's going to make you go there and you're going to be begging the wise guys to take the rams
0: yeah <laughs> you are yeah yeah you're right i might test the waters you know what i i i just might test the waters sometime uh today there's two games i'm going to test the waters on we'll get to the other game but uh um I just got to talk it over with the staff after, a little later today.
1: You're such a pro that you don't give it away. You foreshadow. That's what you learn when you're a media major at the University of Southern California. <laughs> yeah, The T's. <tease>. The T's. <laughs> Here's something interesting to me. Uh, we've got three games on Saturday. Rams, Niners, Bills, Patriots, Texans, Buccaneers. Buccaneers, Texans are at one o'clock. Right now, that game has the most bets on the board from, from the data that I'm looking at through the Action Network app. Get everything that I'm looking at for free in the Action Network app. Download it now. Are you seeing so, that as well? Not the most. Well, it's the most
0: bets from Wise Guys, I'll tell you that. The All right, well, then individual let's get to bets. What's that?
1: Okay, we'll get to that.
0: Okay. All right. So which game are we on? Are we gonna stay on the on the <laughs>
1: Would you like would you like the host to give you some direction? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Why don't we talk about let's go in order. Let's let's go in the order of the rotation. That's what we're gonna do. Buffalo, New England. Okay. Buffalo, New England. I don't yeah. know why the rotation has goes from goes out outside of the chronological order. Uh
0: yeah, no, that's odd, huh?
1: Yeah. Maybe is,
0: was there a time change?
1: I don't know. It's a little weird though, hmm. right?
0: It is. It's like reverse. It's like, you know, the late game going up to the early game.
1: I'm seeing that. Are you seeing the same thing? Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's weird. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Um, All right. Buffalo at New England. New England is a six and a half point favorite. Boy, this is a crazy game. Wow. Who do we believe in right now? A Buffalo Bills team that went into Pittsburgh, beat up on a team that was really playing over its tips. Uh, I still don't think they're that good of a team, Buffalo.
0: Yeah, they're they're one of those teams that uh, you know the the record indicates them being a lot better than they, they seem. Um, they, it's because they don't win a lot of games uh, convincingly. They don't have those blowout victories. Um, they they their wins okay they're. Ten and four. I think last week was only maybe the second team they beat with a winning record. So it's not like they, you know, of those four losses, they were all the uh, teams that do have winning records. So uh, that's part of the reason. You're looking at the schedule and you're looking at the teams they're beating up on. Now they did give New England quite a game the first time out in Buffalo, um, and and they they covered in that game. Uh, So and most of their games stay way under the total, too. So if, you, if you're thinking of a low-scoring game and you're getting six-and-a-half points, the value seems to me on Buffalo. Um, but uh, it's tough to go against the Patriots. I, I, this one, the, the Sharp guys haven't weighed in on this one, and they probably won't. They usually stick, stay away from um, these, these really big uh, public matchup games. Uh, and the public is divided exactly evenly, 50% of the tickets on both teams. So uh, it, it's just a coin flip in this one.
1: Do you feel like the wise guys will come in on the total in this game?
0: So I, I think the, the the play is to bet it under right now in in every way because if they're if we're not expecting bad weather, but it, that could change. Uh, so so the play is to bet it under right now. So I I would expect them to come in now. Uh, in the next couple of days. And then if it turns out that that the weather is clear, then they could always get off of that game and go back on the over later. But uh, to me, the play is the under. All
1: right. Now, the next game is so intriguing because Houston is one of those teams that, classically, I bet them every week except for the weeks when they cover. And Tampa Bay, boy, oh boy, Jameis Winston, he's like an addiction, man. People just (laughs) love betting Jameis Winston the Bucks are two-and-a-half-point home dogs right now. Um, and Jameis has been on a tear, but he's missing his two best receivers. And I feel like Houston's got a little bit of the benefit of the doubt because they beat up Tennessee at home. But I have already know some wise guys who bet this game from minus one to minus two, and now it's a two-and-a-half.
0: Uh, we're actually at three now. And I think most places are at three. So, so many things going on. In Dude,
1: if game. you're at three, then my board isn't caught up because I have you at two and a half.
0: Yeah, no, they, it's because the the lines have been kind of coming on and off, and a lot of the uh, a lot of the services that pick up our feed when when you take a line on and off the board, sometimes it, it struggles to update. But but yeah, they so these. Um, uh so much going on in this one the, the sharp guys have been on the buccaneers four out of the last five weeks and they've been cashing most of the weeks uh i've been saying that week after week it, one of the hottest teams for the, the the sharp guys to be on finding value in it but as we often talk about at some point it's like you got to get off it that there's an old saying that the trees don't grow to the skies, you know, they just keep, it's not just going to keep going at some point it stops. And, uh, and that's the point that not only they're getting off of the Buccaneers because the Texans are obviously the better team here. It's just, you you know, the, the, the home field and everything. Uh, But I think the key here is the injuries and you hit on it. I mean, not only without Mike Evans, uh, without uh, Chris Godwin, uh, Scotty, another wide receiver, he's questionable, uh, they've got uh, guys questionable on the defensive side at linebacker, defensive tackle. This Tampa Bay team is banged up, and that so so really just two things causing the line move. Uh, it was just the over adjustment on Tampa Bay week after week as we kept seeing the sharp guys coming on Tampa Bay, making the adjustment, having them cover again, having both the public get on them, following the wise guys. So eventually, the value becomes on the other side. And especially with all these injuries, it was just kind of like the perfect opportunity there.
1: I don't know, man. Like, I would, I think Chris Raybond from the Action Network wrote a really good story uh, earlier today. You can read it in the Action Network app. It's free in the Action Network app. Uh, he wrote this yesterday, um, writing about games that we bet early. He bet Houston minus one. He said he would bet it all the way up to Houston minus three. But that feels like a really big number. To get to bet against Tampa Bay at home with Jameis as hot as he is, and I can't believe I'm saying I might, I might not bet on the Bucks, I might not bet against the Bucks because Jameis is too hot.
0: Yeah, well, he needs someone to throw to though, and that's the that's the thing. I mean, they could be possibly without three three wide receivers.
1: Yeah. All right.
0: All right. I just. That's just the one the one thing keeping uh you know, keeping me from not moving it back to two and a half. I, I, I'm I'm respecting the move here and I'm gonna keep it at three and uh I'll I'll let the I mean now if it comes out that one of these guys is playing for sure, the wide receivers, then that's a different story, but I've got Godwin listed as out, so we'll see.
1: and right, I'm gonna skip Detroit Denver. Uh Denver's listed as six and a half, but the quarterback is still on the side of there so there's not much to say about this game. Oakland visiting the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, the Chargers are six-point favorites. How do you make a line on this craptastic game?
0: Yeah, we uh, we probably put a little bit of a soft line on this one. We hung five, took a bet right out of the gate, went to five and a half, went to six. Now they're laying the six, and it's all sharp money, so the, the, the public really isn't weighing in on this one. And we've seen it the last couple of weeks. The sharp guys... Uh, it, I mean, it, it, it's actually kind of against what the Sharp guys have been doing with both teams. The, the, the Sharp guys have been uh, fading the Chargers and they've been betting on the Raiders. So this is kind of the exact opposite of what we would have expected in this one. So that's why we did make the low line on this. Surprises me a little bit, that, uh, but I think it's just an indication maybe they feel like the, the Raiders just kind of folded the tent after the, after last week.
1: But the Chargers... They folded up to 10 two years ago. Yeah. They had seven turnovers against the Vikings. Like, to me, the Vikings were one of the easiest picks on the board this past week.
0: It, that's what makes it it makes it so hard to handicap a team that has the talent that can compete if they just don't make boneheaded mistakes and turnovers. The turnovers are hard to handicap. You can't count on them, and then as soon as you do, they they come up with a game where they don't turn the ball over. But it, it's almost like you you have to take it into consideration that they turn the ball over a lot, but you also have to take into account that they do have the talent to 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 win decisively in this one. So. I I could kind of respect the move here, too. I I see the logic behind it.
1: God, Jacksonville, Atlanta. What a horrible game with horrible teams. And you've got Atlanta listed as a seven-point favorite in Atlanta. So I guess the Jags didn't impress you when uh, they beat up on the Raiders this past week?
0: Well, two things. The Jags have been, uh, like I said, the, the professionals have been betting on certain teams and against certain teams. Uh, the last five weeks, and Jacksonville was a team they were betting against every single week, including last week. That was the a, a week I, I said they were on the Raiders and against Jacksonville. So knowing that they're going to be against Jacksonville every week, that's one reason. But I, I disagree with you that they're two bad teams. I think just Atlanta is not a bad team. They got off to a really bad start. Uh, but after starting out 1-7, and seven, they came back 4-2 and beating. beaten. Look at the two teams they beat. They beat the 49ers and they beat the Saints, two of the, the favorites to win the NFC. So uh, one time you could say maybe a fluke, but um, I, I think this team is really good offensively. I think the uh, they, they lead the NFL in fourth quarter points. Uh, I, I mean, this the team has an offense, and, and they're going up against a Jacksonville team that uh, – it's just been in a, in a spiral. I mean, I know they came up last week beating the Raiders, but uh, I, I'm okay with the big line of seven here. All
1: right, then maybe I'm going to go.
0: It, I think it actually goes up. I think it goes up.
1: So, all right, so you're telling me I'm going to take the Falcons. I can live with that because yeah. I had them last okay. week and I was proud of them the way they gamed against uh, San Francisco. And I believe... believe when we had a special caller, by the way, into our show on radio dot com, the radio dot com app, Sundays at noon, reviewing every previewing every game, Bob Scucci Senior, the one who's on Twitter, called in, uh, and I asked him which team was most likely to win as the biggest underdog, and he said it was going to be the Broncos, and you said it was going to be the Falcons. He went against you. I did. Yeah, I was. I was.
0: I, I, I said I. I like the Falcons. They were my, my scooch roulette pick. And, uh, I, I mean, I really felt like that was way too many points, especially with the 49ers looking ahead you know, to this, this Rams game a, a, as well. I mean, it was, just a, it was just a good spot for Atlanta, and I just like the way Atlanta's been playing.
1: New Orleans and Drew Brees, record-setting quarterback, one of the greatest quarterbacks who's ever lived, at least statistically, three-point favorites on the road against Tennessee. I don't like it. This is a real yeah. I this is like a really interesting—betters
0: <laughs> don't like it, bookmakers like it. This is one of the games I feel like it's a solid line because nobody knows what to do with it. I'm looking at the ticket count, and it's dead even, and I'm looking at the sharp guys' plays, and they're not very significant. They're not—I mean, very small plays, uh, so there's not really a, a, an opinion here. I, I will say that the Titans— Have been one of those teams that they've been playing just like Tampa Bay at four out of the last five weeks. Titans didn't get there last week with Houston, and that may be another indication of why uh, uh, the the professionals flip flopped and now they're on Houston um, uh, in that game against uh, uh, Tampa. So, um, uh, but this is this is a great line. I mean, Saints minus three. It looks like nobody knows what to do with it. I think I think the value though is still on the Titans. I just don't think the, sh- the sharp guys want us to get off a three yet. Um, I'm seeing some movement on the game around town, but uh, not enough to get us off that number.
1: What about the total? 50 points. I like the over in this one. You
0: almost have to. I mean, the way these two teams um, have been just uh, putting up points, and uh, you know, I'll even go back to that uh, – Uh, A couple of games that the Saints had uh, early in the season against a good defensive team with Houston, and they just lit up the scoreboard in that one. I think they scored a total of 58. And then you look at uh, another good defensive team, the the 49ers uh, that New Orleans played, and that was a track meet. So, yeah, I I think I'll definitely favor the over here.
1: Uh, Eli Manning is a a two-and-a-half-point dog on the road at the Redskins. I need Eli... If he's really going to be starting this weekend next, I need Eli to split the games so he can finish his career at 500 and go into yeah, yeah. the <laughs> Hall of Fame as a 500 quarterback. Two and a half point dogs. Give me the Redskins here.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. What is he like? One eighteen and one seventeen right now. I think. No, I think he's, he's one
1: seventeen and one seventeen.
0: Oh, he's tied right now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, we we definitely need to see him get the win. Um, yeah, this is, this is another tough one. Um, but, uh, two and a half, we're getting, uh, it's probably the least bet game on the board. Matter of fact, I'm looking at it. It is the least bet game on the board. Hardly any tickets on this one. Um, not enough points to to get people to kind of take the giants in this one. Uh, and then after, after a couple of nice games where the Redskins covered, uh last week was just a debacle so I, I think the, the the people that did get the had the Redskins and you were talking about Darren Ravel, I feel for him boy what a tough what a oh. tough, tough beat that was <laughs> this Redskins team i cannot tell you how much that cost most of the sports books around town uh with all the favorites covering in the morning i think seven out of eight favorites covered in the morning the only saving grace was the Seahawks were laying six and a half against the panthers and they only won by six outside of that one saving grace uh you know we would have gotten even more destroyed than we did in the morning games but that one you just felt it coming it's it's like when, you, when you're when you betting an underdog and the other team is winning the game outright but not covering, you almost wish that the other team had the ball and was just running out the clock. Oh, yeah. You just felt something, right? <laughs> when you've got an underdog and they're
1: covering, and the, you don't want them to have the ball. Nothing good can happen. Only your heart in your throat as every single time the guy drops back, you're worried something bad is going to happen to the ball.
0: Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And I can imagine the entire state of Pennsylvania was just on their feet. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, now that we have sports books around the country, and uh, we we've got a sports book uh, outside Philadelphia, uh, can't tell you what a big swing that was.
1: Oh my God. Oh my God. By the way, so many back doors, that Eagles back door. The Seahawks was a back door. the The Panthers were down by three touchdowns in the fourth quarter, yeah, garbage yeah. touchdowns. Rec- yeah, Jeez, yep. that killed me. Killed me. Uh, Pittsburgh is a three-point favorite, by the way. Yeah, I bet Pittsburgh is a three-point favorite of the Jets. I like the Jets here. This is an interesting one because it's the first
0: one on the board where the public is overwhelmingly on the Steelers, and the sharp guys are taking the Jets in this one. So uh, uh, we don't have too many of those a- anymore. It seems like both well, the sharp guys and the public are kind of on the same team lately. Uh, so so this one, it seems like uh, we might be okay with the Steelers minus three, and we're just kind of moving money on this one. So a couple of bets we took on the Jets, we just made the Jets plus three, minus $1.15. Um, and then we'll probably keep moving money until it gets really lopsided. But that public support on the Steelers is going to keep things balanced.
1: Cincinnati visiting Miami. Miami is a one-and-a-half point favorite. I really like this Miami team. I feel like... They're gonna try so much harder than Cincinnati is gonna try.
0: Well, yeah, Cincinnati's looking at Joe Burrow, right? I mean, yeah. uh, they, they they can't afford to get any more wins. <laughs> They're <laughs> the favorites now.
1: <laughs> That's so true. So,
0: Yeah, so uh, I really I think my I like Miami in this spot too, and I know some places are at pick and some places are at one, so we're we're staying at one and a half. We're trying to get a little Bengals money now. I I could see this one going up to three by game time. Uh, It's and it's one of those plays, you know, a, a short home favorite, just you know, laying one one and a half. Uh, looks like a, a, a wise guy play to me.
1: I like this storyline of Joe Burrow going to play for Cincinnati. Ohio kid, left Ohio State, from the southeast part of the state. That's a good narrative for me.
0: It is. But, I mean, on the other side of the coin, you like to see a great quarterback do well, too. You don't want to see him uh, ending up on such a bad team that it just it's hard to climb out of that hole.
1: Yeah, I don't care about that. I like narratives. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here's my favorite story of the week so far. Yesterday, I'm on a call with the Action Network content team. It's about one uh, thirty in the afternoon, and we're having very serious discussions, as we do. We're planning a lot of things, a lot of strategery. Uh, of course, we're interrupted by news that Will Greer is the expected starter in Carolina. Matthew Friedman, one of our genius analysts, does a lot of our fantasy coverage, um, yells out, all right, I got Will Greer... To start more than 0.5 games this year as a futures bet, I'm going to cash that ticket. Wow! How many That's meetings? An interesting bet. How many companies have meetings where it's okay to yell out, "You're about to win a futures bet on Will Greer getting one start"? Not many.
0: <laughs> I would say one.
1: One exactly. <laughs> One. And that, that might be
0: that is phenomenal. Matthew
1: Friedman having a bet on Will Greer might be the most interesting thing about this game. I don't know how the, the Colts are, uh, are two and our six and a half point favorites over anybody. They well, laid yeah. an egg.
0: I mean, anytime you get a, you know, a, a, a rookie quarterback like that, I mean, the tendency is to kind of jack up the line a little bit. So, and I'll be honest, we just put this line up. So we haven't really taken any bets yet. Um, so, uh, We've only got, got a couple of bets on the game. I wouldn't expect too many people to to have an interest, but that Will Greer certainly is the storyline.
1: It's great, good for Carolina. They've completely given up on Kyle Allen. Just not enough time to matter for me. Where like he didn't backdoor me and cost me money, so I'm a little upset about that. <laughs> yeah. uh, I hear you. Baltimore is visiting. Cleveland, the Ravens are 10-point favorites. No way. No way. There's no way I'm taking the Ravens. Too much. It's too much. This Cleveland team already beat Baltimore once this year.
0: I mean, uh, now you're going to give them 10 points. You have to throw away what you saw last week. Totally. uh, Yep. I mean, that's not uh, swaying the general public who obviously thinks the Ravens are – And they are, you know, the best team in the NFL right now. But uh, still, these are the type of games that you know we as bookmakers just have to win. We set the line, uh, you know, as high as we think we can before the sharp guys get involved. They haven't gotten involved yet, so it's a little scary because we've got a ton of money on the Ravens. um, But I I haven't seen anyone go to ten and a half yet. I I did see some places actually open nine and a half uh We opened ten. We're, we're, we we're took a lot of money at minus ten, but it's n- nothing, uh you know, for many of the professionals that we know of. It's just kind of all just big public public money.
1: Are you going uh, to get to eleven? Will you turn it up to eleven? <laughs> well, I, I'm not. I don't even want to go to ten and a half yet. I think it's the
0: kind of game where I don't mind needing. I, I mean, it. I don't mind needing a big decision. You need those big decisions you know, once in a while. These are the type of games we just have to win. So, like, there's nothing I can do with the Panthers-Colts game. I can't I can't make that line seven and a half and suddenly think everyone's going to bet so much on the Panthers that I'm going to have a decision. There's nothing I can do with the Bengals-Dolphins game. This is the game people are going to be on anyway. So we we set it to where we know they're going to lay the number. We just hope it's big enough and not too big to where the wise guys just take us off the decision completely. So these are the kind of key games for us. We just need to win this one.
1: Dallas-Philadelphia, is that going to be a key game for you? Dallas is a a two-and-a-half-point favorite on the road.
0: This will be a pretty big one. And, And the fact that it's on a key number and the line will probably get to three, this is going to be probably one that you see bounce back and forth a couple times, two and a half, three. So we're going to kind of hope that it doesn't fall three. Um, the, the, the public is already on the Cowboys. And especially like I mentioned earlier, the way they beat up on, on the Rams, that's going to stick in their minds. And even though the Eagles got the cover last week, I think most people are going to think they were kind of lucky to get that cover. So there's going to be much more of a lean on the Cowboys in this one. So, uh, we're, another one we're going to have to win. We're going to be Eagles fans here.
1: Have the wise guys weighed in on this game yet?
0: They have not. Uh, but but like I said, at three, I know they're going to take it. And uh, uh, I, I, I see a lot of places actually moving this uh, right now, actually to minus two and a half, minus 08, minus, minus two and a half, minus 20. Uh, I don't think that's from sharp money. But uh, uh, like I said, I think this one will bounce back
1: and forth. Kyler Murray really disappointed me this past week. I had the Browns at minus three. He destroyed the Cleveland Browns. uh, The Arizona Cardinals did. Now they're on the road at Seattle. Nine and a half point dogs. Achie, achie, (laughs) achie. The wise guys are on on Kyler Murray, I think.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, they they are in this one. So a lot of places opened up 10 in this one. They took the ten at nine and a half. They're not really doing anything with it. We know the public is on Seattle, but I, I keep saying this. But I mean, the, the, the public loves betting on Seattle, but they're kind of a, a sneaky eleven and three. I mean, they're they're one of the best teams in the NFC, but they just seem to not you know blow people out like I was talking about with a couple of other teams. So uh, to be laying ten points against the Cardinals team. That likes to cover. I mean, they're one of the teams that uh, have covered probably you know more point spreads than uh, you know ninety percent of the other teams in the NFL this year. So they're you know a covering team that gets nine and a half and, and plays competitive. Um, yeah, I, I really think the Cardinals are uh, are the play in this one. And then Seattle has the Forty ers next week. So yeah, I, I really like the Cardinals here.
1: Yeah, that's. Yeah, that's a lock. Lock. Kansas City <laughs> Kansas City is visiting Chicago. Uh, late night game on Sunday. Patrick Mahomes just continues to look good. He's actually better on the road than he is at home. Yeah. I'm not a buyer of the Bears at all. The majority of the money and tickets are coming in on Mahomes right now. This game's at five and a half. Which way do you think the line's going to go? Right now I'm imagining it's all right. public money.
0: Yeah, it is. It's all public money on the Chiefs. I, I think the Sharp guys will eventually be on uh, the, the Bears. And this is the other game I was talking about where I want to test the waters. And I'm actually going to test it right now and go to six. And see
1: Line how long
0: change! <laughs> I'll see how long it takes for these guys to just come in on this uh, minus six. I would imagine they're going to take it pretty quickly. Uh, but we'll see here in a second.
1: Why are you flowing that out there? What are you trying to figure out?
0: I'm trying to figure out the number that the Sharp guys want on the dog. This way I don't – because here, here's the thing. We know the public – is. this is going to be one of the biggest games on the board because it's the late game on Sunday after the whole weekend, uh, and it's going to – our liability is going to be tremendous on the Chiefs. So we want to be as high as possible. Oh, here, hang on. I just took it. Oh, i got to go back to five and a half.
1: Line change! Quick, quick, quick! Here we go. What kind of bet you take? will tell you. It can How big in, was it?
0: Uh, it was uh, two bets actually. Uh, one for five thousand and one for eight thousand. Wow! And that's why I was trying. I was trying to move it quickly because it can. Those can add up real quick. Like, yeah. You have like people all over town. They can just bang, bang, bang. So uh, but now I know now I know six is the number, and so I don't have to go to six now i can I could kind of stay at five and a half, take all the public money at minus five and a half, and uh maybe wait until game day to go to six if I feel like I want a little money back on the bears. i don't want to take too much because like I said, these are the kind of games we just
1: need to win. That was so fun though wasn't it when you like when you just want to test a theory, it's like just see if anybody's paying attention, boom, thirteen yeah. dimes just like that. Yeah, So awesome. Green Love Bay it. at Minnesota. Minnesota's a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Boy, I like Minnesota in this game. I really just think they're the Me better team. Too.
0: <laughs> I, I couldn't agree with you more, and I remember going back to the last time they played, and I liked the, uh, Minnesota against uh, Green Bay in that one. Uh I, I just think that not only is this a good spot for them, but there, there's something in the Packers team we talked about a little bit last week. They come out to just this great start, uh, you know, up 14 points. And then they let the other team kind of back in, in the game, like they did, I think with the Redskins game. And then they, They did it again last week, jumping out to a lead. They still ended up getting the cover as four-and-a-half-point favorites, but just something where they just seemed to slow down, and I don't think they're going to be able to get away with that uh, in in Minnesota and with this Vikings team. So I'd like to be on the high side on this one. Um, Right now we're at four-and-a-half, and and we're pretty heavy. I could probably go to five on this one, and being being that it's a dead dead number, uh, not have too much liability, it's kind of getting middled or anything. So – I'm actually going to go to five
1: right now. What? Line yeah. change. <laughs> there we go. Three line changes at the middle of the yeah. show.
0: Yeah. I don't like that,
1: huh? You're challenging people. Well,
0: I mean, there's not a whole lot of value on five, so it's saying a lot. If the, if the Sharp guys do take five with the Packers, but that, that's pretty telling to me because there's not a whole lot of value between four and a half and five. All right. Not like the other game, well five and a half and six is big in the Chiefs game. Getting that six points is, is pretty
1: big. Scooch, guess what time it's to do? Scooch, roulette. Let's do it. Scooch, by luck and love, you won last week. by
0: luck and love
1: huh yeah yeah you shouldn't have I should have (laughs) but whatever
0: so many teams I don't know who to pick from I mean I I I think the Browns have a good shot of covering against the Ravens I think you know I I really like this Chiefs team I, I I last week really was was just another instance of them just playing in bad weather and still putting... I mean, you can't slow this team down. I, I think the Chiefs, minus five and a half, uh, how can you not like this Chiefs team?
1: You're going to go against the wise guys.
0: I am here. Yeah. Yep. I like the Vikings, too.
1: I do, too, a lot. It was
0: a tough choice between the three of them, but I thought maybe you'd like the Vikings.
1: I love the Vikings. Minnesota Vikings. Lizzo was playing. Oh, I and, looked
0: up that song, so now I know who, uh, yeah, you, you, last time you, you, you told me about that song. You so learned about Lizzo? Now I know. I did.
1: Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, Lizzo was supposed to play a big concert in Hartford tonight, but she's ill with the flu. Maybe, oh, okay. uh, maybe she got it from Zach Milman, and maybe Stacy Millman <laughs> is, like, crushed that she didn't get Lizzo a flu shot.
0: Wow. You're going to be sleeping on the couch tonight.
1: And somehow this will be my fault, that I wasn't looking out for Lizzo's well-being.
0: Exactly.
1: I could have done it. It's not just Stacy's responsibility <laughs> to look out for Lizzo's well-being. That, that one probably put over the top. If Stacy hears about the podcast, it's going to be that last joke where she's going to be like, really? <laughs> You have to like. Yep. Can we just have one serious conversation? No, it was actually it was the comment I just made. That's the one, that's gonna. Yeah, yeah. That's the one that's gonna put it over the top.
0: <laughs> you, are, you are so deep.
1: Oh my now. god! Thank God she doesn't know what I do or doesn't listen to the podcast. Um, you have a podcast? <laughs> seriously, I'm going with the. Uh, you know who I love? Miami Dolphins. Oh yeah, yeah. Give me the Miami yep. Dolphins. That's what I'm doing. Okay. Miami Dolphins, they are one and a half point favorites over the Cincinnati Bungles.
0: We call it the Burrow Bowl.
1: Burrow Bowl. Bob Scucci, we will talk again next week. Thank you so much for coming on your podcast. I'll talk to you later. Thanks. All right. Bye. As promised, Darren Ravel is on the show. He of points bet promotion infamy, (laughs) getting pelted by Andy Roddick, eating the hottest dish in New York City, which is saying something, Darren, uh, how are you feeling right now?
2: I, I somehow managed to, uh, not have any esophageal harm. Um, and, uh, it wasn't that bad coming out last night, if you know what I mean. I um, the, uh, the tongue is probably the damage uh, I think, I think I need a couple more days to get some taste buds back, but I don't mind it. I think I, the best thing that I did was I brought everything that I needed to bring in terms of the milk and the peanut butter. Good suggestion from my mom. I did the pre Tums, the pre Pepto. I, I think I, I was responsible. I understood how serious it was. And, uh, And I think I got out alive.
1: What helped the most? And for those who don't know, go check out Darren's Twitter feed. Check out the video. Uh, Darren lost his fade, Ravel, points bet promo. He had the Eagles. On the beat of the year. He had the Redskins covering uh, in the last play of the game. He was already bragging about the Redskins covering. And the Eagles, of course, run a touchdown, run a fungal back for a touchdown. They cover with impunity. Darren has to eat the hottest dish of this, uh, ever in New York City. 2.2 million Scoville units. Um, a cook needs to cook it with a gas mask because the oils and the vapors are so dangerous. Yes, Darren ate it. You came equipped with a uh, gallon of milk and yep. with um, a jar of peanut butter. There was also rice. Uh, what helped the most with, most immediately with the pain?
2: Uh, I would say the rice, actually. I think that, that really absorbed everything. Um, and and the milk was really nice. Like, I think a lot of people make a mistake with water. I have had a Carolina Reaper pepper before, which is 1.5 million Scoville units. And I was not prepared, and I was eating chicken of the sea biscuits or something like that, which is what whatever I could find. So I just feel like I was prepared. I, I you know, I all, all, all the boys at the Action Network were surprised at at me even coming back to the office, they thought I'd be incapacitated.
1: I also liked the video where Scott Scott Miller, uh, who's sort of the editor extraordinaire, runs everything for us, um, said to you in the video, you got to take one more bite.
2: It was so cruel. I wasn't trying to end it, but I felt like, you know, I, I, I felt like I had done enough. And he said one more bite, and the first bite was the worst, though. Within like three or four seconds, I started hiccuping and burping,
1: you know, because yes. my
2: body my body was saying, "What the hell is this?" And uh, so, so the last one was fine, and then I. I, I, re- I think I had my biggest swallow on the last one, and it hit me, and I was like, oh, my God. And, and that's when I, and you'll see this in the video, I went to the spoon and put it in the Halo Top and didn't, I, I originally had a different spoon for the ice cream, yeah but somehow in my stupor, and it's much like the ice bath, and you, you can't think, I took the curry spoon and put it in the ice cream, and then I had, like, no relief. So, dude, yeah, that, uh, was, that was it.
1: All right. So this week you're doing the Bills and the Patriots. You're going to take the Bills. Fans on points Better are going to get boosted odds. On wait, yeah, you're taking the Bills. Fans at, yes. at points Better are getting boosted odds to take the Patriots. Fans are going to have to take huh. the Patriots. Do you want to hear what your punishment is going to be?
2: Yes, I have not heard. So, what, what what is it going to be?
1: Uh you'll be in Miami. I will be. If the Patriots win, you're gonna to have to get your back waxed.
2: Oh my god, you gotta be kidding me. Man, that's gonna hurt.
1: How do you feel that's about that?
2: That's gonna hurt. I think it's safer than many of my stunts. I actually think it's probably the safest. I you know, in terms of like I don't feel like I have potential to do damage.
1: It's gonna hurt like a mofo.
2: Uh, what'd you say?
1: It's gonna hurt like a mofo. I,
2: I know. I, I I'll scream Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. All right, that's. I'll, I'll I'll do that. I'll do that. That that'd be a nice vacation day for me on Monday. Yeah. Um, so we'll go might, for. Yeah. Yeah. I might need to be reimbursed for the Action Network for causing pain on my vacation day. You uh, know.
1: We'll send your wife so. a nice gift.
2: Okay. How about she'll be at the spa doing something else while I'm screaming.
1: She won't want to be filming you?
2: <laughs> no, I think my kids want to film me. <laughs> oh, my God. All
1: right, you know what? Let's not even go through your picks. Let's, have, uh, let's bring Simon Hunter in okay. right away, and we will all go through the picks together. we got two weeks left to get in the money. We basically have to go 5-0 and o the next two weeks. Here's Simon Hunter. Here we go. And now, a word from a wise guy with Simon Hunter simon
3: hello gentlemen
1: simon simon (laughs) simon you there
3: yeah just waiting for it dude dude dude
1: dude dude
3: that was i'm gonna i still want to blame darren because i don't know one and
2: four
3: What kind of karma was that? We sh- we were two and one, and then literally in one minute we went zero and three.
1: Oh my god, that was ugly.
3: Ugly. That was literally felt like someone beat the shit out of me. It was painful. Let let's review. Let's review what what we had.
1: All right. Do you have it in front of you? I do. Okay.
3: I got. What do we have? We had the Redskins at four and a half. <sighs> uh, so as most people know, like when line, if you're on, if you like a side and the line moves, keeps going up, you, you you're gonna keep hitting that line. So I had them at plus four and a half, plus five and a half, plus
1: six and a half, and plus seven,
3: all off. <laughs> oh, uh, oh my god! And then we had even more brutal Seattle, who was up twenty with six minutes to go, and they gave up two two backboard touchdowns, so we we lost that by half a point.
1: Yeah, that one uh, was a kick in brutal. the balls.
3: Then we had Denver, which... Just ugly. I mean, we, it was ugly, yeah. like this, The snow obviously didn't help us. Like that, They were not ready to play in that snow, so we, that was a big L. We had Atlanta, who won outright and ruined a couple of people's lives because I don't know how many other people were like me, but that under, it was, I think it was 99% of the bet was on the over. So I, I took it for 48 under. 49 under, 49 oh. and a half under. Oh! Uh, so I got killed on that one in the final second. And then to top it off, we finished the night with Pittsburgh, who they had their chances, but they just they, they got outplayed by Allen.
1: They really did. Oh, my God. Everything about it was just terrible.
3: Just and terrible. Da- Darren... The smartest man in the room went 3-1-1, one, one, so he was just stomping on my grave. I mean, I was already destroyed, and then in came Darren with his high and mighty 3-1-1. One, one.
1: Darren was so obnoxious, and Darren, Darren fell off, so we got to call him back. Um, Darren, are you back? He's not back yet. Uh, the problem is that Darren was so obnoxious in the texts, as if... He was the wise guy and knew everything. And we had talked him out of so many things that we thought was so smart. And he was like, We should have done this. We'd be so much better. He's texting us his tickets, how well he's doing. It ruined, it ruined, it, honest to God, ruined my dinner.
3: It, oh, it was, I mean, he was just going. I was just like, All right, phones go on airplane mode. I, I, like, I was already getting <laughs> crushed from other people. I couldn't even take it. He was just, he just kept coming. But as like any, any other gambler, Like even when you win or lose, Monday it's a new day and you kind of just, even if you win or lose, you just have to look at it and go, all right, on to next week. So that's how I feel about it.
1: The problem was I was 12-2-2 two two the week before and then I went 6-10 and 10 this week because of all those goddamn bad beats.
3: And, and those are the, that's like anyone that does it long enough, you're going to run into a couple of them. The fact that we, just, we had two of them in our super contest was just brutal.
1: I know. It really, really was. Darren, are you back?
2: I'm back. Sorry.
1: All right. Listen, we made all the picks.
2: <laughs> no, you didn't.
1: Yeah. We feel good about them. So. No. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. I think we're in a no. good place. No.
2: Not after last week. You don't.
1: All right. Darren, because you were so good last week. um, What are you thinking, Darren? Tell us what you're thinking. Who are your five picks? Simon and I will I got judge Was- together.
2: I got Washington minus two and a half against the Giants. Daniel Jones comes back. Maybe Eli, who the hell knows? They're so confused. One, Uh, my my slam dunk pick, my lock of the week is Baltimore minus 10 against the Browns. Forget the sharp stuff. The Browns are a total dumpster fire. They're completely out of it. Freddie Kitchens is worried about his job. These guys don't know what they're doing. They're pointing at people. They're not worrying about the game. I don't care that it's 10. I don't care about you sharps who think the other way that the other people are thinking. I say minus 10 Baltimore over the Browns. I actually am doing this because I think Philly is garbage. And just because they won doesn't mean anything. I don't necessarily think Dallas is that good. And I'm not doing it because they're the week that Dallas has had. I got Dallas minus two and a half against Philly. Uh, I think the Jets are very similar to the Giants, uh, and I think Pittsburgh people are going to fade them because of what happened last week. I think Pittsburgh minus three, and we have to go back to my Miami Dolphins at minus one against the Bengals, who stink.
1: Simon, I have opinions on all of these. But I I want to well. hear your take on these five games first. Skins, and, uh, Ravens, Dallas Steelers, Finns.
3: I like I, the the best part of that whole thing was uh, Darren just disrespecting all the sharps, being like, "It's a dumb play to take the Browns." But <laughs>
2: he,
3: he has a point. You're right. Where I can
2: generalize
3: uh, like that. <laughs> you you don't want to like overthink it. Where yes, yeah, plus ten, this is a great number for the Browns. But as Darren was saying, the Ravens, they're world beaters, and the Browns look like they're broken. But like you just have to know, Dan. You're taking them at the peak, peak, peak of the Ravens. So like zero value. You're you're losing points here taking them. But I can't take you, talk you off the Ravens.
1: What do you have you this game you, rated you, at? You can't Simon, give me the Ravens. No, he can't talk you off the Ravens. Just, oh, okay, okay. Like okay. just
3: everything you said. It's like the sharp, the smart side's gonna be to take that plus ten because I got this at eight plus eight. Where every everything you're saying is right. But divisional games are so weird. That's why it's like. Any time long term, if you're going to take a home dog, a plus 10 in a divisional game, you're going to come out well, way richer than you would taking this other side. So that's the thing. We could take the Ravens here. I'm just telling you that if we lose, you'd have to understand it just wasn't a smart
2: bet. And it's not coming down either. It's not going to get to eight. It's only going to No, no. This will, this will keep going up. I mean, I don't
3: even know what the ticket count's going to be, but right now it's. It's it's probably ninety percent of the bet, if not
2: eighty five is gonna be on the Ravens. Alright, what do, what do we think about my uh Dallas pick?
3: Dallas is another thing where you're you're you just watched last week where Dallas looked like world beaters and the Eagles are broken. They have no wide receivers. They're just gritting these games out. You're taking a Cowboys team on the road against a divisional opponent. So it's it's another of those, you're taking a road divisional game. So the Cowboys are going to be the huge public side, and you're getting no value here. So the sharp, smart side is going to be the Eagles. But once again, you've, you're, been, you're on the heater, so the Cowboys could be the right side.
1: He's, <laughs> he's not on a freaking heater. Don't encourage him.
3: In, in Dan's world, oh. having three winning weeks in a row. That's a heater.
1: All right, what do you think of the Steelers?
3: I I I want to take them, but it's like what we just watched last week. That kid duck, he, he's not seeing his open receivers. So this is one of those that we're just going to be banking on the Steelers' defense to win us this, to cover us this number, minus three. So it's not not terrible, but it's not great value.
1: Are you in the airport, Simon? What's happening?
2: No, I'm picking up my daughter from school. I wasn't expecting such a piercing announcement about Hobby Hour. I'm
1: sorry. Got it. All right. (laughs) Uh, I love Darren's Redskins pick. I love his Dolphins pick.
2: I'll be at the like, Dolphins game too, so I'll, I'll 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 yell and scream and do my part.
3: We're not we're, we're taking the Dolphins here in the sense that we're hoping they're the ones that show up. So I do like that number because it's just they just have to win. And the Bengals yeah. they're playing for that number one pick, so I, I'm good with that Dolphins one and the Redskins. This is great value. Like the odds of the Giants winning two games in a row, like that was their everything game. They they completely blew out the Dolphins. Everything went right for them. This is a, this is a nice number with the
1: Redskins. All right, so we're we're giving Darren two games, skins and fins. He wants three really public sides. Let me let me make a proposal. Uh, what about the Arizona Cardinals as really big underdogs against a Seattle team that has a hard time winning big by big numbers and has to look ahead to a game against the Niners.
2: That was my alternate pick.
1: I, I
3: love that number two when it came out, and it's kind of funny where the, the Seahawks, they just don't, like you are just saying, every game with them always gets close. They, they just don't really blow teams out. The only team they really did blow out this year was the Cardinals in Arizona. So this is a nice divisional game where the Cardinals are getting all these points, and I could see the backdoor working out for us on this one.
1: How about the Minnesota Vikings? Four and a half. No. Don't touch okay. that game.
3: Yeah, I, I, I can't do it just because Kirk in prime time, I mean, we can look at the numbers. He just always, he chokes. This is what he does.
1: Tennessee Titans.
3: Love it. I mean, that's so much value. Um, they, they had probably their worst game of the year last year and it still came down to the final two minutes of the game. Yeah. And the Saints, Look, look like world beaters, but they're going now. They're going outdoors again. It's an AFC team where they don't really need this win that much. I mean, I know they win it to stay up in the top seeds, but the Titans really need this game. So I, I love that we're getting plus
2: three.
1: Darren, All skins right, I'm
2: supportive of that too. Okay. I'm supportive
1: of that. Here's too. my last yep. one. My last suggestion. Ready? Yep. New York Jets. Jets are. <laughs> I'm doing it for Darren. The Jets are three point underdogs at home to the Steelers.
3: Uh, it's so tough because it's, it's Sam Darnold going against that defense but that, that's a really good number plus three Like I, I, I can see them covering that I feel like it's going to be one of those games that maybe they can win by one or two of the Steelers but that's that's a big number for them to be holding on the road
1: I can see them what do you have the power rated at, Simon? so I had this
3: game at minus one and then after that game with Duck. I put the Jets up to minus two, so we're getting five points of value.
2: But the
3: big thing is we need to wait and see what the deal is with Adams because he might not come back for the Jets this week, and he's really been the key of the Jets' defense. All
1: right, so we'll keep an eye on Adams.
3: You guys uh, like any Saturday games?
1: I didn't love them, but I'd, I'd think about it. Darren? I
3: mean, we can uh we can another week. I mean, I know that Darren –
2: you're going to love the Bills. I'll time and um, have his straight up pick of the week, why not?
3: <laughs> well, my favorite value is definitely going to be the Rams this week. Me too. It's
2: definitely going to
3: be uh, the Rams. They they just gonna- got destroyed in Bears oh. and the 49ers just are hurt. Their that their defense is not what they were early in the season. They're they're banged up. That is really true. Like that is number. true.
1: Darren,
2: okay, listen. let's take their let's take the Rams. So we'll take can we take the Rams? The Cardinals, the Dolphins. Uh, what was my Titans other one that I And got? Redskins. And Redskins. And Redskins. Yeah. That's love it. it. We, yeah, yeah. We're, we're done.
1: We're ahead. in. I love these picks. I feel better about these picks than any picks we've had this year. Simon Hunter, professional better. Darren Ravel, professional something. Boys. Until next week, another week in the books. We're finishing up week 16. This has been The Favorites podcast from the Action Network. I am Chad Millman. Thanks to Darren Revel. Thanks to Simon Hunter. Thanks to Bob Scucci. Download the podcast at Apple Podcasts. Rate, review, subscribe. Check it out at radio.com. Search for The Favorites wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time, love you.